are locked in. Has been's podcast, season four. What is it, episode four or five, Twan? Of the new season? I don't know. I know we on like episode one thirty two overall, right? No, we like one forty something overall. I think I've been stuck on one thirty two for years. But season four, <laughs> yeah. episode. No, I'm sticking with one thirty two. I'm terrible at this. He, yeah, he's he been at 132 for like two like, months. <laughs> but Has-Been's podcast, man, season four, I'm going to say episode four. I feel like that's right. It is episode four. Got it. I told you, man. I'm back. We're back. Twan in the building. Cam Will in the building. Mike is out. He's uh, serving our country. Shout out to Mike. Um, We got a special guest in the building, man. Yes, sir. Big dog from none other than Skeegee You. Tuskegee University. You know what I mean? I mean, we just, they keep asking, like, are you just going to keep bringing Tuskegee people on the pod? I'm yes. like, well, when Tuskegee people stop excelling, mm. I'll stop bringing them on. That's but until then, we're going to keep that vibe going, man. So we got just a, another great, great Tuskegee male, man. You know, whatever, you know, I don't, you know, what pronoun, you know, you don't want to be, dis- don't want to be disrespectful. Yeah, I, I'm just, no disrespect to you. I ain't taking no shots at you. Check his signature if you want to know that. Yeah, but I don't, I, I'm just saying no disrespect. Off, I don't want to start the pod off with disrespect. We are, we going to get to disrespecting, but not right now, man. But, but before we get to the disrespect, man, let's get serious, man. I got a got my guy in the building, man. I appreciate him coming through first and foremost. Uh, me and Twan ambushed him a couple months ago. Told him, you got to come on the pod, man. And he yeah. made it happen for I us. I remind y'all, too. So. Yeah, that's what I said. Then he came back, circled the block, and was like, him in the club what's the good? Day too. Yeah. He said, you're going to be <laughs> good to talk, right? And he was like, yeah, we're going to be good. We're going we gonna to try. Yeah, we've been, we been ambushing <laughs> him. And he he like he, he he brought the smoke. He like, what's good? You, you forgot? I'm like, no, nah, I didn't. So we made it happen, you know. We got RT Clay in the building, man. I got a I got a bio for him, man. You know, originally from Chattanooga, Tennessee, man. I don't know if a lot of people know that, man. He from the mountains, man. He a mountain man. Niggas gonna be like, what? Raised though, you know, East Atlanta, man. Decatur Stone Mount. You know what I mean? Huh? (laughs) He had the Usher upbringing. (laughs) (laughs) Tuskegee grad, man. Turn up with class of twelve or thirteen. We came in together, but we all left at different times. What what, what year you got out? Came out as well. Okay, classes. I'm 13. I'm 14. Oh, yeah, you that. I was yeah. We was uh, we came in together. We left. Yeah, we left a different time. <laughs> <laughs> a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, man. I already know what I'm talking about. Just a you know serial entrepreneur, an innovator, a CEO, man of Wear Brims, a Patron partner. And man, you know, just you know, one of the founders of the first black hat company to be sold in Nordstrom's. You know what I mean? I think that got the. I was on Twan. I mean, there we go. Got the. You can't hear him, but I got the claps going for you in the background, man. Shouts out to uh, Archie, man. Archie Clay in the building. Shouts out to you again. Appreciate it coming through. Yes, man. Welcome, Chris, welcome. Thank y'all, man. Amazing things that y'all doing over here, man. Dope shit for sure. Appreciate it, man. We ain't going We going We going The intro part. That's just the. We already know each other, so I want to yeah, get right into yeah, it. Yeah, I want the people about. to get to know you. Know we here go the background. Twan and already came at your upbringing. You know what I mean? But we're not gonna start there. We're gonna kind of start where you at right now, and then we're gonna kind of walk back. You know, we're gonna step. And I cannot say that I was about to 
use a reference to an artist who made used to make <laughs> Ooh, sir. But what we gonna do is we gonna do a nice little dance move. <laughs> Round and round, side to side and shit. Top. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what we used to do back in the day. Yeah, I was, I was that's what I was about to say. This weekend, a couple of them songs came on. I was just in the T Pain. We can we you get some features, the... my nigga. I didn't hit skip. I I but... seen you say that in the group chat and I ignored you. I'm going to ignore you now. I have to train myself. Hey, that is man. not okay. So we getting into Wear Brims, man. We are here now. Wear Brims, Archie Clay, CEO, founder. Let's start it off. 2016 is when the brand launched, but obviously anybody who's done anything knows that there's something that happens even before the world sees it. Right. So obviously 2016 is when you launched. When did you actually first start conceptualizing this idea? So honestly, it was August 2016. So I was going through a breakup, uh, just trying to get my mind away from that shit and really wanted to kind of find an outlet that made sense. And like fashion was one of them things and coming from a sales and marketing degree, it was just like, shit, like, what can I do to create something special? Mm-hmm. So, mind me, my grandmother passed away from cancer when I was in college, my sophomore okay. year, right? So, for me, that changed the whole scope of how I thought about shit because my grandmother was such an amazing individual, inspiring, uh, powerful, just loving and shit, but didn't have any wealth to pass down. And right. I remember being at the funeral, I was just like, damn, like, she's pa- she's she's gone like there's nothing else there's nothing to pass down right? right there's no type of generational anything right so fast forward after you know i graduated like i was always thinking about like yo what what is going to be my legacy and what is going to be something i'm going to pass down as well and honestly money you know what i mean so for me mm-hmm. it was just like i have the crates i need to create something at that time i know i was working in retail making good money you know what i'm saying but i wasn't happy i felt kind of like I just kind of felt like this is where I want where I wanted to be. Like, I didn't really want to be in retail. I didn't even know where I wanted to be, but I know it wasn't retail. Okay, you know I was gonna saying? ask you, bro. And I tried like, that in high just, school. And honestly, my mom got me the job out of college. We graduated twenty twelve. Okay. I graduated twenty twelve. I literally got a job at Target uh, in its management program. Right, right. And I, I was making good money, but like, this is not what I want to do because the hours is crazy. Like, I literally I was working. Like, I'll be at like five o'clock and leaving like at six. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it wasn't an ideal job, but at the same time, it's like I was making money. It's fresh right. out of school. You know, I was fresh out of school and I had a job. Cool. I wasn't I wasn't yeah. complaining with money and shit. But you know, past fast forward to to 2016, man, I had uh, had the idea. I was like, damn, okay, maybe hats. Did some research, and I um, was talking to my boy Phil. And I was like, man, I got the idea for brims, but brims won't work because I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I actually took brims and tried to do an LLC for it. But it wouldn't work mm-hmm. because Brims do too a common name. Right. So I was talking to Phil, he was like, "Why don't you just put wear Brims? Do wear Brims? Right. In front. I was like, he was like, we ain't got to have no really true meaning behind it. It's just a catchy name that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So shit, like I had the idea, and the name. I called my uh, my co-founder Taj. Like, yo, I got an idea uh, for this hat coming. I think you, I've always thought you was fashionable. Thought you was pretty talented from a creative standpoint. From what I saw, shit, come fuck with me. But at that time, he wasn't even in Atlanta. He was in. Alabama, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So for me, it was like shit. Let's do. So after that, nigga, we we went. Nigga, I had that shit moving. We had samples and everything within the next two months. Okay. Oh, so y'all fast tracked. It was like went right to it. Let's went get right straight to, to it because for some reason my mind just had clicked, and it was just like let's just go with it. I get exactly because because my shit ramped up kind of like that where it was like I same type of energy. I was just 
down on my luck thinking about like what what I was gonna be after all this over with. Right. So I wanted to create something, and I just I had some bread. Right. Start buying shit. Bop, right. bop, 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 bop. I got the shit going for like three four months. So you know. That's just great to hear that parallel story, man. I, I just love when you bring people on here, you kind of hear, you feel similar stories, you kind of kind of share similar paths, even though it's not the identical uh, path. No, so that's dope that's, to hear for yeah, sure. I think that's kind of like normally like, you want to hear people say that because a lot of times we all have those ideas, we just don't hear it enough. Mm-hmm. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, we don't, the yeah. middle part of it. Right, you we don't yeah. see the end goal. Like, like, I'm here now. It's a lot of talented niggas out here in the world, bro. For sure. But especially being black, niggas don't have the access and don't have niggas doing that shit. So it's like, it's hard for niggas to really see themselves actually doing it. That's, that's you know, it's also, you know, rooted where you haven't seen anybody. So we kind of the first generation of people who you going to look up and be like, the who's who of the world. Right are going to be people that look just like you. Where exactly. us, is like, in fashion, it's like, black person, shit. <laughs> you better buy this shit and just right. keep the fuck moving, you know what I mean, right. versus now. And we're going to talk about that. We kind of disrupting shit that's going on. We, I think we are the culture of disrupting, you know what I mean? That's oh, kind of sure. what we are here to do. Um, So, you know, getting back to your journey, though, you know, you get it, y'all launch. Talk to us about kind of scaling because you know you go from coming up with this idea to all right we got our samples we kind of you know obviously you know we won't have we got hats we trying to sell them to you the consumer you know what i mean i'm sure you do the background stuff and maybe you didn't at the beginning of you know target marketing or whatever i'm sure you'll speak to all this type of stuff right from going from back of the trunk type you know energy where you just kind of getting them hats out there the best way you can to now you, again, like we said at the beginning, one the first black-owned hat company being sold in Nordstrom. Right. Talk to us about scaling the business and also kind of touch on just disrupting because you you stepping into a lane, like we said, that are dominated by people that don't look like us. You're trying to make your mark. So speak to both kind of parts of it, the scaling and disrupting. So I'll say... When it, when it comes to, like, scaling the business and shit, it's like, we don't know what the fuck you're doing, honestly. <laughs> Niggas is really just hustling, honestly, in the beginning. The first two years, it's really, like, just doing pop-ups, being in the city. The product wasn't the best, honestly. Mm-hmm. The first two, three years, the product was not the best. Like, I look back, like, oh, we had, the hats we had was one of the flimsiest hats I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you passionate about your shit. Like, right. you learning. Like, we, like you said, we never did this shit before. Like, we don't know what no hat supposed to actually look like or what the quality standards of a hat should be. You know, like, most of the hat companies that have been around, of course, white, legacy-owned, been around since the 1700s. Right. Shit, but we don't have access to them. That shit been passed down. Like, that been information passed down. Like, been, I don't yeah. know shit about hats. I'm making hats on the motherfucking floor in my pocket. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But I'll say this, man. It was really just confidence over time, becoming more passionate in what we were doing and becoming passionate in, honestly, your ability to create build something mm-hmm. like you said like we don't normally see black people like us creating companies from the ground up you know and i literally was like a couple of days ago was just like damn like it's a blessing because i got niggas really creating companies that's like i had a really i was literally in the car was like my girl was like yo i got niggas really creating companies i'm not talking about no small businesses i'm talking right. about tech Company. companies yeah. real estate companies yes billion dollar companies so it's like when you think back on this, like, damn, like, you don't think your idea from 
your mind can actually provide for your future. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause I remember, I, I remember, remember, remember like it was yesterday, like when I realized like, oh, we got something special. We literally, so our, our spin, our PR spin was utilizing that we were alphas and we created a luxury brand. Mm-hmm. That was our spin, right? Um, and we had this article go viral. Shout out to Houston uh, Central Magazine. They wrote an article about us, and then for some odd reason, it caught on Facebook, mm-hmm. and it had over a hundred thousand views on Facebook. So like, we literally had the whole community like talking about our shit on Twitter, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And for me, it was like kind of like a surreal moment. It was just like, cause you're not building this shit for no clout. We're not building this shit for clout. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm truly building this shit because I had just went full time. Right. So, like, nigga, I'm eat. I got to eat. Like, it isn't like no. Yeah. Niggas it's like, like, I think niggas forget, like, when you create a fashion brand, you know, it's supposed to be cool. It's supposed to look good and shit. Yeah. But niggas got to really eat. You got to pay the bills, bro. Yeah. Bill, you got like, mortgages and You know shit, what I mean? Man. Like, me getting fit, that's a part of an expense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't think niggas realize it's like, yeah, it's cool to look, be in a fashion game, but. I was full time in 2018. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't get paid shit. I lost yeah. my car. Trust me, I know the guy. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like, I lost my car. My car niggas came and got my shit. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's and I'm comfortable to say that shit now because I wouldn't have said that shit. No, tell nobody that. But back, back three and it years was ago, yeah. right? That's not something that you just blurt out. But I think niggas got to understand like this life of building a company. Those first. Nigga, first, honestly, first four years, who ain't getting paid? Not a dime. Not a dime. And you spend it, and, it, and you spend it more than you bringing in. People looking at you, doubting you, you trying to. You perceive you, a certain way. Yeah. Oh, this nigga popping, he all over. It's like, yeah, man, it's cool, but nigga's still not like. For me, it's like, it's not success until I got a meal in my bag. You feel me? Yeah. I can look good. I can. Be perceived that oh Archie just everywhere he's doing Patron and all this all this shit. It's a it's a definitely a blessing because it just adds value to what my bigger goal is. But mm-hmm. niggas ain't there yet, right? So talk to me about kind of now you get noticed. You kind of you getting that buzz, and now you now you got to compete with because once you get this notice, I'm trying to let me see how I can work this. Once you people start noticing you, then the the other comp- your competitors notice right now. So how do you compete with now coming into the scene? Now you kind of got a product where you confident in. Right. Now you feel like I belong on this level. What are your what is your mindset competing on that level and actually making sure your brand stands out even amongst the giants, even amongst the more established? I mean, honestly, it's learning. Mm-hmm. Like I was doing like I was in like a cohort every year. Accelerate program every year. Like, so people don't know, like, a, a, a cohort or a accelerate program is when, you, of course, you apply, and then they have they teach you about business and different ways to scale. Mm-hmm. Like, and they talk about the same shit <laughs> every single time. But for me, it's like, I needed to, like, repetition. It's repetition. I need to so understand this as much as possible. And literally, bro, like, I was in the gathering spot 24-7. Like, majority of my relationships came from the gathering spot. Ryan, TK, them, like, I was literally there at 8 o'clock before breakfast, and I'll leave at, like, 8 o'clock. Mm. I just be there, working, like going through different shit. And I think, for me, it was just like, now it's about how do we build strategy, understanding how to do strategy. It's really kind of going back to Freeman, honestly, to bring that nigga up, <laughs> right? But it's like he was he was right. <laughs> I hate to say that shit, bro. 
But he was right because you have to prepare for your shit and got to understand it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because now it's like you can have the clout. We got the, we had the, we had, when I say clout, we got the, the trend. We were yeah. trendy. Right. So people were purchasing because we were trendy. Yeah, because, oh, you got these Alpha Brothers uh, um, creating a brand, a black, went to Tuskegee, one-on-one Tuskegee, right. you know what I'm saying, Alabama, Atlanta. So it's like, it's it's, it's cool to talk about. But then what are you going to do to sustain it? How do you sustain it? Right. So now it's like data, yeah. funnel systems. Like I literally took a whole course about ads. Okay. I paid two bands for that shit and learned how to do it. We did. I did all our ads. You know what I'm saying? So, like, all the stuff that we were doing, like, I learned how to do it first. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, so I can truly understand how to build a business. And I just kind of, like, I just positioned myself around niggas that were doing it, too. And kind of just learn and understand, like, okay, nigga, how do you scale a business? Because I didn't know how to scale a business. I was just asking niggas questions. Okay. Um, damn. I feel like I got to follow up, but I feel like I'm on. we're going to touch this later. So, I'm going Let's go, because... Retail versus owning the process, kind of like you stated, like each part of your process, you kind of took the 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 onus to to figure out how it works, so that right. you you know even advertising the hats. I'm sure down to the fabric, you wanted to get right. a kind of understanding of what's going on. Um, what's the pros and cons of like owning the entire process from beginning to end? Kind of like, um, I mean, obviously you're doing it. But like solely keeping it in house and not allowing your shit in stores, versus kind of you know retailing your shit and versus how you're doing it, kind of mix of both. What's the pros and cons of keeping it in house versus like kind of fucking with the stores? So I'll be honest with you, we weren't looking to do retail first. Okay, like I started for a second, but for some reason it just wasn't moving the way I want. So we we honestly stay focused on e commerce. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and it worked for us. Like e-commerce was working. We were selling. Like we were literally selling out. Like, <laughs> and now honestly, it's crazy to think like to see people really fucking with your shit and you selling out. It's just a, it's a complete mind fuck. Honestly, <laughs> it really is. Cause I just remember like, oh, these niggas is really shit, buying right? our shit. Right. Like we literally, we had literally had my business part. We had, we'll have boxes all through the shit. We had to box all them bitches up. Like shit. You know what I'm saying? But it was a blessing. But also, it was more of a. It was def- it was a blessing because it's like damn like me being full time it's just like damn like I we really created something that people wanted to purchase and now we have a, 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 a opportunity to truly take this business to the next level yeah you know what I'm saying so to answer your question for us we didn't we wasn't focused on it it came mm-hmm. we let the moments come okay this worked. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Nordstrom didn't come to COVID, like, during COVID. Mm-hmm. We literally lost our manufacturer for five months to the top of the year and ended up getting Nordstrom in the fall. It's crazy. So, it's like, to think about that is just like, damn, like, we must have been doing something consistently via social media for them to take the risk you. during COVID. It brings in mind, we didn't have no fucking product. We literally didn't have no money. Mm. For real. Real with you, it just God, this shit just worked out. Honestly, so like for me, it's like where Brims is always was going to be successful. The way we were transitioning, like we really built it year over year within five years. Now, could we have scaled quicker? Yeah, but I mean, we didn't have access like that. We mm-hmm. just had what we had. If you could go back with the with the ax with 
access that you have now, would you play the game the same way you played it, kind of no, slow and steady? Or you to I would go. I quick? would try to raise money. Okay. Yeah, I would try to raise money for sure because my thought process in the beginning was small business thought process mm-hmm. is to make it day to day week to week month to month year to right year. right now my thought process is big box i want to be a gucci truly mm-hmm. but in order to be a gucci or a louis vuitton or a kiff or aim you have to build infrastructure from the bottom mm-hmm. first we, we built it we didn't build infrastructure first we just was moving we built infrastructure on top of what we already built mm-hmm. so it took us longer to scale because we had to kind of fix things yeah. as mm-hmm. we went. You know what I'm saying? Where potentially, you know, if someone's building a business from ground up, I'll always advise you, like, treat it as a true business. Mm-hmm. Like, truly un- truly understand every avenue of, like, analytics and data. And if, 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 if you know you have a weakness in this area, don't try to act like you know this shit. Like, bring a nigga in and do it. They can do that shit. Because it's only going to slow you down. Got it. He's dropping gems. I'm over yeah, here like, yeah. I'm thinking about my show. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, retail, when you get into retail, is it, do they now take control of the distribution, well, I won't say distribution, the creation of your product, or do you still create your product and, like, just make sure they get so your it, product? it depends on strategy, right? So, like, one particular strategy we, where we utilized it was, when I first talked to Nordstrom's, they wanted to pull us. To, they wanted to buy more product, but I told them, "I was like, no, we let's start small because I wanted to create the demand and use Nordstrom as a pipeline for marketing for us mm-hmm. to build more legitimacy on top of our brand." Mm-hmm. So I wanted Wear Brims to continue to build. Like, okay, Nordstrom's Wear Brims is doing a collaboration exclusively. So what we did was the first release we did, you couldn't get it on the website. It was exclusively only available at Nordstrom's. Okay. So for me, it's like, it depends on the strategy. Like for us, we need to create demand and, and, and use Nordstrom as a hub for us to create more hype right. on top of the brand versus someone that maybe have a stronger brand. They don't need to do that. So they just go in. They don't got to worry about that. Take, you can just let take it, the product. Take the product. And then, of course, you may do a little marketing. But we use that as a whole marketing. We created a whole marketing campaign because mm-hmm. we wanted to build more hype on that makes sense. That makes sense. So I'm going to ask your question. Depends on what you're essentially trying to do, like and where most, you at in your kind, right? Where you are in 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 the business, because if you're trying to build more name for yourself, like Nordstrom or even Marcus or Saks or Bloomingdale's, those are great ways because they got millions of customers, built-in customers that have this, especially for like a luxury brand like that. It's just like ah. Right. I'm drawn to it just because it's Nordstrom. Right. And it's like, oh, then you get into your story. Right. And it brings them in more. Exactly. That is yeah. exactly. the idea. That's the yeah. strategy. They right. built in your hype and you kind of set your your marketplace on where you want it to be. Right. right. And also, too, you want to make sure that you win. Right. If I come in too hot, we may not be able to sell all that. And in yeah. the day, for me, I, I was always like, yo, we just need to stay in. Yeah, that's the main. Let's not get greedy. Let's just stay mm-hmm. in. Because if you, you push it too hard, listen, and then you miss the expectations. They give you too many orders, and you can't fulfill it. The order doesn't sell. Mm-hmm. And, and you, we never did a. We had. We never. Just crazy to think about. Nah, think about the shit. We never had a discount on product in, in three years. It was there. Mm. That's so, good. Yeah, you know what sure. I'm saying. So like, so normally you have. That's a party asked you about markdowns. We talk, of course, we talked about it, but we never had to mark down. Never had to mark shit down. Mm. Once you start marketing your product, you're losing money. Mm-hmm. 
So even the money you get from them, they gonna take that shit back. So they had to mark down your product. So if you got a couple a couple hundred units and it's been marked down, what they mark it down to that's subtracted from your what you what they already gave your you. Cut, right. So you basically paying them back. Yeah, they're gonna send you an invoice. Like look. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah. You don't want no fucking invoice. They're gonna be like, look, uh <laughs> Say what? We what we gave you advance, but um I need, I need that back. You ain't shit didn't sell like we thought. Right there, you know? And then another part of like I would think coming in too hot is now you when you gotta discount stuff, because I'm sure a place like a luxury brand, you don't wanna nah. ever discount your product because I feel like you never see like Benz is off the lot. Like it's you never see up, them though. doing like it's specials. Really, yeah, it's a really a fucked up thought process, but it's just like you can't really mark down your product because consumers get consistent what you marking it down. So it automatically waters it down. So like the first as soon as you get a discount from a brand that you just started shopping with, you'll keep looking You're gonna initially you're gonna you might not do it purposely. But every time you go back to the website, you're gonna go to the sale because you got a dope, you probably got a dope a fine, you probably got a, you probably found a dope ass piece. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh shit, I got this on discount? Oh shit, I ain't gotta pay for it price. Because at the end of the day, even me, like, I shop on this spot called Essence. Got all this shit. I, I go there for the discount. Right. Cause they offer it. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck I'm gonna shop for it at regular price? I don't give a fuck. I'm, I got the money to get it at full price. But why? But why do I need to get it at full price? I'm I trying to stay. You want to niggas that niggas that rich want to stay rich. Yeah. So it's like, why am I gonna get some bakes that cost five hundred and pay five hundred? I can get them at two hundred on sale. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I'm just gonna wait. They they do the same sale every time. So now I know your now I know your I know the website of companies uh, programming. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now I'm just waiting for them. Okay. So yeah. now for me, I'm thinking the same way for y'all as a customer. Mm-hmm. I can't give y'all a discount every single time because if I do that, that's the y'all looking for it. Literally, right. we had, literally had a customer say, oh, we have a discount now. I was like, oh, no, this is not good. <laughs> no, real talk. Like, it's, it's not. I get it. I definitely, because I understand. I mean, like you say, the, cons- it's a, the consumer looks at it one way. Right. But as a business, you got to look at that probably a, a 180 degree right. exactly. differently. You know what I mean? Because like you say. Nordstrom got a reputation to uphold too. They don't want people coming in their shit looking for sales either. They no. trying to they trying to get top dollar, so they want products that are gonna demand top dollar all right. the time. You know what I mean? Right. See, like you ain't going no matter what season it is. You know, like you know, my mama, we used to shop for shit, get your jackets in the summertime and right. shit. Tax free. Yeah. All right, all right. good good <laughs> good good luck in Nordstrom. They, they still do tax free. I don't know. Uh-huh. I'm sure they do. I, I'm certain they do. Yeah, I, I think. Bro, damn, we was poor. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, it was different times, man. Tax free weekend, you already tax free and had to put it in a little way. <laughs> yeah, but you get that acting real good when you know tax free weekend <laughs> comes. You're like, all right, let me not get no trouble oh, at school. Shit, yeah, for sure. Um, damn, that's crazy. Real quick on on brims, any future collabs, different lanes you plan, you guys plan on taking. And also your favorite collection so far? That's a loaded question. I know. Um, so, where Brams is in a unique situation right now, um, as far as future collab, no future collabs in regards to where Brams. Okay. Um, I'm actually working on something, a new project that I'm launching in September. Okay. It's um, all tours. Brain Love, uh, which is going to be a luxury brand, apparel brand. Okay. Um, so, for me... These last 
honestly, since November have been very rough for me. Because, mommy, like I told you, I've been full time for since 2017, 18. So, like, I've invested everything into this business. Mm -hmm. Like, everything. So, for me, it's been tough to kind of figure out what my next steps are. As, you know, this first journey is slowly coming to a close. You know what I'm saying? Definitely grateful for that journey. Um, but now, a nigga is super confident in, in, in his ability, which is me, to create dope shit. That's it. So you the product. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So that's the future collab. Archie. It's the future collab. Is collabing with, with himself. himself. Yeah. To bring more dope shit. Brain love. You say September? September. Beautiful month. Birthday month. I need some brain Sir, love, man. You're changing lives. Come on, man. So let's favorite collection, man. I mean, since this is. Favorite since, collection. Man, I'll say my favorite collection. Um. Ryan Peach. That was probably one of my favorite collections, man. I think that was a super dope. That one and the first one we ever dropped was The New Beginning. It was a great joint. Um, one of our best sellers. Uh, Ryan Peach is one of our best sellers as well. Created some dope shit, man. Like, I, I, I look back on it, but like, nigga, a nigga really created for doors and made them cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's really like, for me, man, it's, it's, I feel like during this time period, a lot of niggas, may have been motivated or inspired because of what we built. And I'm not saying it in a cocky way. I'm saying it in a, in a honorable, grateful way. Mm -hmm. Because it's just like you never know how you can impact niggas based on what you create on your own risk. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm grateful that we were able to change nigga thought process around what it means to really create something special. Yeah, for sure. You definitely did that because, one, hats is like unheard of. Like, nigga, like... Where I'm looking at, like, New Era make hats. Right. Fucking, that's about it for me. It's like, so <laughs> any other hat outside of that, and it's like, yo, damn, that's fire. And then, like, to watch it, like you say, go from ground up to, like, Literally ground now. Mud. It was like, yo. Because my granddad, I was like, my granddad, huge. He loved hats. Right. And the word brim, I learned from my granddad. Right. He like, I got to go get me one of them brims. He old school, you know. Yeah, old school yeah. he, uh, he spent a little time in the military in Kansas City, so he got that old school player vibe with the with the hats and shit. So right. once right. I told him what you had going on, he was like, I like, he's looking at me like, oh, yeah. You know, he reminiscing because it was like you brought back kind of that old school vibe right. with the new school kind of energy. He like, man, if I wasn't, you know, at the time, he like in his 70s, if I wasn't this old, this would be what I have on. Right. He like tell him to make some shit for old man. That's what he always say. That's real. He like tell him to make something for old man. That's real. And um, so it's just dope to kind of see that go from ground to where you at today. Right. Sound like it may be coming to a. a we just gonna say a, a pause. Uh, we gonna hold out hope, but it 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 seems like a new direction is coming. Obviously. Yeah. Um. So I guess we we. We be doing everybody a disjustice, you know, disservice not to kind of get this this elephant out the room. Everybody, everybody, everybody here is expecting, you know. I told a couple, I'm like, you know, everybody like who you got next, who you got next. They seen kind of the energy we coming with this season and kind of really tapping in and, and fucking with people this uh, this year. Because like you said, I'm like, man, I, we really got homeboys and homegirls and, and friends of friends that just do so much dope shit, bro, right. throughout the years, like. I know so many people that, like, by the time we're 
50, like, we going to be all chilling on yachts and shit, <laughs> kicking it. Like, real talk. Can't wait. Real talk. Can't fucking wait. Um, so, obviously, everybody listening, we all connected. A lot of Ski fam, a lot of connected. You know, everybody kind of do. Even the people, I mean, like, hell, y'all um, photographer. My boy Derek, you know. Yeah, for sure. I Two completely different circles. Yeah. You know, y'all obviously, you know, frat brothers. Yeah. I met him on some just turn up shit. <laughs> this motherfucker took my, uh, took my fucking uh, bridal photo. I mean, not a bridal fucking. Engagement photos. Not engagement. Um, baby. Oh. oh the, the baby photos. Then we took some Christmas photos with him. Right. I mean, shout out to Megs. Hell, she designed my uh, fiance engagement ring. ring. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, damn, I was mad at Archie. He like. I, the whole time she was telling me like, get bring, make sure you bring your camera so we can kind of document this. This motherfucker did the right thing and documented it. <laughs> he did the thing. right thing. I'm like, damn, that was me too. I was sitting in there. She pieced that content, shit together. Man, you know you get the yeah, yeah. I be bullshitting. I be trying to get everybody else shit right and be fucking up on mine. But <laughs> like you see, like there's like so many places in our lives we connected. Like same engagement ring. Your fiance got her engagement ring. Obviously, you went and step by step. Got the you know engagement ring created, it's and it was a, yeah, that was a hell of a process too. By the way, so we just all connected. And it's a family, so obviously the family is uh concerned and interested. <laughs> the family wants I, to know I, what the fuck happened. Yeah, yeah. Niggas, what? Niggas let me ask the. Let me Instagram. ask the. Hey, let me oh, ask the proper shit. question. He, he Hold on, Tuan. Much, I gotta ask the proper question for the for the content real quick. For do, the real. Do, do, do. In your perspective, what went wrong in the business slash relationship? Um, so, so for me, it, at the end of the day, I am an, I am an individual that is very, very, very focused on being the fucking best mm-hmm. point, point, point period, bro. When I literally tell you I've sacrificed everything for this business, like I lost my car, you know what I'm saying? So for it's sure. like. Niggas don't understand this is was never a project for me. It was a project at a point in time, but it became real life once I became full time. Mm-hmm. So for me, it became a it, it became a thing of just truly wanting to take this to what God told me I was supposed to take it. Like I literally saw this in my head; it was supposed to be everywhere mm-hmm. in my head. Like I literally saw it in a dream. So for me, it's just like point blank period, man. I'm not going to go all in depth into the shit, but I will say is that you got to hold niggas accountable. And if I'm supposed to be your nigga and you know that I eat, breathe, and sleep this, and this is the way I eat, in my opinion, you're supposed to hold them down, right? And I'll be real with you. I just felt like, you know, niggas didn't really understood that shit when it came down to the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. And I had to make a decision for myself. I, at the end of the day, I've been thinking about everybody else but myself. And I have a career. I have aspirations. I have stuff I want to get. I have a lot of stuff that I want to accomplish. And, you know, like everything, some things must come to an end, but you give niggas an opportunity to see where they stand. Mm-hmm. And I gave a nigga the opportunity to see where they stand. And, you know, unfortunately, it went... The opposite direction opposite of direction, where right. we wanted to go. And it's okay. Like, niggas, like you said, my perspective, right? Niggas may see this and say they have a different perspective. But at the end of the day, 
niggas really know that I've kind of been like, I, I literally slept, literally sleep wear brands, man. Like, it, I'm no cap. Yeah. Like, it ain't really like no, 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 no fake shit. That's why I say we family. So inside, we know we can feel, we can see the blood, sweat, and tears. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like so. I, I just never, cause I know y'all gonna y'all gonna talk about the fucking video and shit. And I, I, at the end of the day, nigga, like, I'm a real-ass nigga. I don't got to say shit to nobody on no motherfucking social media. Mm-hmm. If you got to say some shit, you can literally know where I stay at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So It was weird to me. You know what I mean? So for me, it's like, I, this is the first time I've addressed this video. Mm-hmm. I ain't, I ain't, cause for me, at the end of the day, bro, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know what my purpose is. I know what God put in my heart. And at the end of the day, bro, that nigga know that I ain't do shit to that nigga. I just held that nigga accountable. And he didn't want to be held accountable. It's point blank period. So like you can cry or do whatever you want to you think you may you you can say what you whatever you want to say, man, in regards to the situation. And it's it's okay. It's okay. At the end of the day, some people want to work hard to get where they are, and some people don't. And at the end of the day, if you really want to be, I want to be a fucking billionaire. Right. In order to be a fucking billionaire, you have to hustle every fucking day. I don't give a fuck if you got six jobs, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to hustle. And I'm going to be a fucking billionaire. Right. And I'm going to be a fucking billionaire. And no one's going to get in my way of that. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck who you are. It's as simple as that. And like, like I said, I'm not, so for me at the end of the day, like, I'm not a type of nigga that's going to talk. But I thought that, I think Taj is the most talented nigga in the fucking world, bro. Real talk. I think he's the most talented person in the world. I think he has, he has the potential, had the potential to be a very boss nigga in the fashion world. But, we talked about LeBron. We talked about Kobe. We talked about all these greats. They want to get better every single day. Right. Everybody got talent. Mm-hmm. You got niggas in the hood that got talent. Where they at? Still in the hood. Right. Because they don't want to put the work in. So, um, well, I'll ask you this, and now I'll get into a, a different question. Have y'all had a chance since, obviously, he put the video out in March, and it's still on his page, by the way, which I'm just not understanding from a from a business perspective. It's like, yo, if you start, if you trying, if this is going as well as I, from my eyes, is this going from now? Conversation we had just talking about how you took some shit from out of your trunk to a seven figure business. It's like something had to be going well, and I just couldn't understand what got in the way. Like at least from like the brand, like I. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, I think that I, I honestly don't know because for me, doing this whole process, it's just been going on since November. Mm-hmm. I, I, people are thinking that it start, it had started then. Right, uh, it's been going on since November. Okay, so for me, it's just like he truly wanted to hurt me. Yeah, I was yeah that's what I was. Like, that's what I'm trying he to. He truly yeah. wanted to hurt me because, in my thought, how I look at it is that if I talk about somebody, if I, for me, he looked at it as a, a standpoint of that he was a celebrity, right? Mm-hmm. And he thought that he can garner the followers, like the public, the opinion. public opinion, mm-hmm. to be on his side to get me to do what he wanted me to do. He ain't no skeegee strong than a motherfucker, did he? He ain't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it was just like when I saw a chance called me. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, you ain't, you seen this shit? I'm like, I'm, I'm oblivious, damn. And I'm like, oh, okay, because there's other shit going on as well. Yeah. So a lot of shit he was talking in the videos, not actually what was going on. 
Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. We made we dropped the twine. So like, like, nah, nigga. That, that, that was another thing too. It's just like, damn, my nigga. If you gonna go on social, kind of like actually tell the truth, yeah, on what was going on, and not use this as some loving hip hop shit, <laughs> right? To express your feelings to your family about the shit, mm-hmm. and don't be honest with it. Like, it, it's clear as day. We have emails. Like, it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like right. this, these things, like I said, these things were happening way before um, that, yeah. <laughs> that video. So when I, I didn't even look at the video, the whole video, mm-hmm. because for me it was just like I'm just gonna be honest. Like y'all don't we went to school together. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't like talking shit. It's not what I. <laughs> yeah. It's not like what I do. So if it's like for me, if you had an issue, we've already just addressed this shit. Already addressed it a while back. Yeah, it's nothing to talk we about. Can't address here. it again. Mm-hmm. And. You know what I'm saying? And for me, it was just like, I feel like that was some bitch-ass shit. In my of course. Because I mean, it's like, even if you have a different perspective, it's like you truly wanted to scarner my name and get people to think differently about me. And that, for me, that was kind of yeah. fucked up part about it. It was yeah. just like, because really it was like, I never, I always wanted him to win. Like, honestly, I always wanted him to win. Like, I never wanted him not to win. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I thought we still had an opportunity to win. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, for someone to stoop that low because they don't understand business. Right, right, right. And don't really understand how to truly look at a business from another level. For me, like, you you, you putting that video up made me realize that you didn't give a fuck about where brands. Yeah, that's yeah, what, really like, because. the brand. Yeah, because for me, I've, re- like, once you start doing anything, it don't matter if it's hats, it fucking media like I'm doing, it could be fucking clothes like you finna get into. The process isn't much different. You kind of got, like you say, every day you hustling. If you, depending on where you want to go, if you just cool sitting in your fucking room, your living room, podcasting with the homies, cool, we made it. You know what I mean? But if not, you got to bust your ass every day, develop relationships, go get them sponsors, keep busting your ass, take them courses, figure out them ads. I'm not to cut you off, but what, mm -hmm. what niggas don't realize is that regardless you're trying to hurt me, Hurt you yourself, really hurt right? Because it's your brand too. Yeah, because you know I mean? that's why it's like you never want. If regardless, even when you with your girl, like you want to be conscious of like the stuff that you say because it's like you can't take shit back. Mm-hmm. Once it come, once once you say it, like you really got to work hard to get yeah. that relationship back. Because that's what I'm saying. We dropped in the group chat. It was like, damn, like I gotta be it for it. And it's like, how can you like from even the image? Is like now. You didn't water Joe Brand down. It's like I watched the uh, Air video, right? Uh, the Air movie with uh, Michael Jordan. You seen that yet? Mm-hmm. And it's like he told her, like, when you go into Adidas, ask her who running shit, mm-hmm. and you are gonna realize like they in a bad spot just from the business yeah, standpoint. The whole situation. And that really might be why Mike and Nike. And then you look at like the next company take off from your fucking misfortune, right? But getting back to what I was trying to say. Um, it's like when you even, you know, doing this, I've kind of run into that, you know, the people I started with, obviously you can look, especially because we doing media, ain't the people that, some of the people that are still here. And it's for that same reason. Cause like, I ain't even made it to the point where you made it to yet, but I tried it full time once realized, all right, this is a little bigger than I need. I bit off, went back to work, but it's like, I live this shit. This like from like a, this bigger than a podcast to me. I'm trying to build a brand that's going to like, you know, be the next CNN in the world where you come to us and we going to set the record straight type shit. You know what I mean? That's where the vision starts. Yeah. So, like, for me, I got the same energy you and I can, you know, when you doing it, you can see, like, nah, 
ain't no way this motherfucker here who lived this shit gonna sabotage himself. This ain't no motherfucker who came into the company 20 years down the road, got promoted into a C position, you know what I mean, and now he got some say. This the motherfucker that built it. Why would he sabotage himself? Especially when it's going as well. So that's what kind of threw me off. And then, like you say, when it's when it's just a clear assault on just character because it's for whatever reason, I, mean, I can't appreciate it. You know what I mean? I'll be honest, man. It was definitely a sad. It it this process has been sad. You know what I'm saying? And just full transparency, I feel like, you know, we don't it's I guess it's a, it's a story that will be told, you know what I'm saying? Because I think we also need to understand that you know business is a very tricky place, and business is not one in foot in, one foot in one out. It's not because we have to remember that like at the end of the day, man, people eat, man. We have people that work for us that that are contracted for us. Like they may not be fully, we may not be fully responsible responsible for their their salaries, but we're a part of how they right. eat. You know what I'm saying? So I've, I, I was, I've always thought that way. So for me, it's just like, it's sad because we had something special, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely, and I'll, I'll say this shit, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I am grateful for Taj, man. Real talk. I'm grateful yeah. for Taj because without Taj, I would never, my mind would have never, well, I'll say this. Like, I'm grateful for Taj because from a creative standpoint, I never thought I could be creative mm-hmm. until I got in that moment. You know what I'm saying? So I'm grateful for that because I had the ability to evolve and grow right. you know what I'm saying but like we all grow we all evolve and sometimes we all sometimes we all want something but not all want it right because there's another extra mile that you have to go to to get certain things because I'll be real I ain't most people ain't never seen a million dollars um, so we don't know what that really looks like right you know what I'm saying you ain't never seen 30,000 customers when you get it, it's like oh okay now it's like, okay, cool. Now you got to build strategy. So now it's like you got to yeah. take your stuff to the next level. You got to evolve. You got to get better. You got to become a better CEO. You yeah. got to become a better founder. And people don't realize, like, a CEO and a founder are two different people. Right. Don't ain't the same people. Mm-hmm. Like I say, normally that. Because you could be a founder here, mm-hmm. but you better grow as a CEO, a CFO, a creative director. Right. That person don't need to be the same person as the founder because the founder was the one that founded the company. Right. That person don't got to change. There's founders right. that own companies still get paid, don't have to do shit. Right. But that's why there's a CEO that runs a company and the founder to sit back. And, um, unfortunately, not. Unfortunately, it is what it is. Like, we are the founders and we have to work yeah. for the company. I work for Ware Brims. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. Right. Hey, man. I'm, we, we with you. Twan, <laughs> Twan was like, nah. That's why I'm like, I didn't buy it, man. I'm like, yeah, I'm not buying it. I didn't like the chair he was sitting in. I didn't like his posture. I didn't like his, yeah, I didn't like nothing he had going on. I didn't like the get up at the end. It's like, yo, if you're going to come out with a tell all like this, get the, don't, don't nigga rig the mic. Like, get you a real, you should have went to the top notch guy. You got to really sell this. And then it was just like, I don't, like, I don't stand on bullshit. It's like, this, this whole video was bullshit. Yeah, like you ain't said nothing. Like, y'all could go through what y'all going through, right? And the company could just go your separate ways and your reputation stays the same and so does his. Yeah. Right now, we just see this situation with him and so that's always going to be his reputation. So yeah. I think that's a bad kamikaze. He did. Yeah, man, so, niggas was like, one of my niggas hit me was just like, bro, you going to say some shit? I'm like, nigga, no. Because at the end of the day, I got more juice than you. Talk your shit. I'm going to show you 
that I got more juice than you. Facts. That shit didn't impact shit. It really, that's what I'm telling. I'm like, I was telling Twan, like, yo, I don't you know. Got all those th- followers and the credit shit. But I'm, I'm, I got me kind of wavy in here a little bit. And I've been wanting to say this shit for a minute. Talk your <laughs> shit. We setting the record straight. It's just like, bro, like, you can't even sell your own Troy Hots. So it's like, you got all these niggas from Troy on these niggas. Like, oh, yeah, man. Y'all, I'm with you, but they ain't even buy your hat. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you got to be. I'm, at the end of the day, niggas, like, everybody, like, when you come when it comes to evolving and getting better, you got to fucking be self-aware yourself. Like, I know I ain't perfect. Right. I know I ain't perfect. But, nigga, at the end of the day, where Brinson was my job. Like, you can talk all this shit you want. But, like, why would I? Like, it doesn't make sense. Why would I sacrifice my own job? I don't, like, you, yeah, niggas may say, oh, I just throw these parties and shit. He do Patron. Patron just came, first and foremost. That just came in January. You know what I'm saying? And I literally been, Boy Bruns is my only check for the last, shit, two years. And those other four, two years, I wouldn't even get paid. Right. I was just working at, doing odd shit. The shit just don't make sense in, in real, like, first off, real niggas don't respect that type of energy. Like, even, uh, I, don't, I can't, I can't spill the beans on the later segment. But oh, real niggas just don't spill the beans, man. You kind of hold it together, so ain't try, nobody yeah, respecting bro, like, that type of energy, bro. Yeah, and that for me, like real I, business folks I, don't I, respect that. I wasn't gonna say shit, but for me, it's just like, like I said, I'm not gonna talk. I'm not talking shit about that nigga. I'm just telling what it is. Like, I, I, I am grateful for that nigga. He talked a little shit, but the I shit was weak. It's weak. He didn't talk a little shit. He didn't talk no shit. Oh, he did. Talk about it. It's okay. He peppered his ass, but it's cool. It's cool. That's his one. But it's that's one. You know what I'm saying? Nigga talked a whole. It's a whole ten minute video about me, dog. Yes, I watched it again today. He's getting one. I can believe. Yeah, you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's all my shit. I owe my shit. I did talk shit. I apologize. No, I don't. You know, and there's no need to apologize, bro. This the we like I say, bro. We here to just to set the record straight. We here to give niggas a voice, man. You, I'm sure that's just liberating for you just to get that shit off. Get you know off. what I mean? Man, no, nah, it's honestly not because it's like <laughs> I've been talking about this shit. Okay, yeah. so it's like okay, it's so nigga, I've it's like I said, niggas understand. It's, I had to truly get my mental together. Okay, because at the point I was just like, damn, what am I going to do? Choke I'm this about, nigga. I'm not even that. I'm <laughs> fuck, fuck choking this nigga. That don't change. It's like I'm about change. to. What I'm going? How I'm gonna eat? Right. Yeah, yeah. Because like, you thinking it, about it, like from nigga, a different like I'm literally. How am I going to eat? Right. Like that's my thought process. My head is just like, how am I going to eat? That's real. Like it's it only gets no simpler than that. Like that's how real. am I going to eat? That's like that was the fear was in place. It's like, damn, like we can't even come to a consensus. So now it's like, damn, this shit's not gonna work. How yeah. am I gonna eat? Okay. And like off the court, you know, I like to keep the sport vibes. <laughs> Have y'all been able to cause obviously when you do some shit like that, the you know, it's so that's too far gone. You know, you can't go out and be like, you know, Shaq slept with it's over with. You know, we gotta <laughs> oh, tra- yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, hey, hey yo, Nick Young, how many times you cheated on your girl? We gotta trade you now, dog. Yeah. But have you all had an opportunity to kind of get any resolution nah, off we, the court? We, 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 are, we are good. Okay. We're like, good and like that's it. We'll, we'll leave that in that that's, space. That's what I want to keep you it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, wish, I wish homie the best of luck in his, his future endeavors and shit. And I hope that nigga, you know, gets what he wants. You know what I'm saying? But we got, two di- hats. Yeah. <laughs> we got two different goals. And, you know, I got another journey that guys position me on. And I'm excited. I'm ready. Brain love. I'm ready to change, change. Narratives and, and really create different 
ideologies around just life. And I think niggas have the opportunity to really change niggas' lives and shit. And I want to be one of those niggas to do that. You know, okay. So it really ain't about okay. money. It's really about, like, my. I feel like my doing this process, my full purpose has been shown, shown clearly. Like, it's fucking clear as day. And I'm grateful because for me it's like, you know, like Tuskegee's home, like Tuskegee's love. Like I want to play a major role in helping Tuskegee. Like I really want to use the little influence I have as I grow to like honestly give back. Cause niggas don't really see niggas that's really doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, hand claps to my dog Archie and all the other mother. Let me change my tone with this one. And all the other people, we kind of lit, man. All the other people out here that's kind of doing their thing. We deserve this shit. And and giving back and doing it with the right intention, man. Like I told Twan before you pulled up, man, I'm, I'm, no matter if you, the pronoun shit, we joke about it and all this shit, but I'm with anything with people that's good, that's doing good for the world. If I see you doing, reaching for and giving back and you fighting your fight, but you also respecting that fight and putting in and not, you know, because it's real easy when you get trapped in your, your fight. To get selfish, you know what right. I mean? So I respect the people who f- don't forget about everything else that's going on around them. So shout out to everybody who's doing that for sure in their sector. Last question on this bullshit. We're going to get back to Archie Clay, the man, and who you are. Do you do you chalk this up to doing business with your friends? Because I run into the same issue. Or do you just think that's just this a one-off and you can do business with your friends? You just kind of got to make sure you set the tone a little better up front. I'll be honest with you, man. It's a little chip on my shoulder because for me, for this, whatever my, not my next endeavor, it, I need to sh- tell, I need to show myself I can do it by myself. Okay. So it's really like a competitive thing in my mind. It's just like, I know what I did for wear brands, but it's like, I want to, I want to test myself. I want to test myself. I Young Kobe right here. I want to look at things from a different perspective. You know what I'm saying? I want to evolve. So I want to build something that comes from my heart truly. 81 point Archie coming soon. Man. Yeah, bro. So it's like, you feel I don't me? chalk it up to uh, not working with partners. I, whatever guy hasn't played with me because I definitely think you can get money with niggas easy. Um, but I do believe that niggas got to have the same mindset. Right. And if this has opened me up to kind of have a better understanding of how niggas move mm-hmm. and, and and really be cl- pay attention to niggas. You know what I'm saying? And Because and, niggas don't want shit. Like, niggas, niggas want shit. Like, Everybody in the world wants shit, but there's there's sacrifice and it's bro, it's different layers of sacrifice, man. It, right. it only gets harder every time. It only gets harder every time, man. If you don't have the right brother, like if I have my fiance, dog, I don't even know where the fuck I'll be. Like, bro. real talk, like Shout I ain't gonna be, to I'm gonna keep one hundred. If my girl wasn't there, bro, this shit could have went completely left. Shout out to the, to the beautiful women because like, that, bro, like I'm a left. T- I can I can testify to that is like I was in some real dark places in this last four years hell last week you know what I mean and right. that one in there man she she be she like a buoy sometimes I be just floating but she just right. come on right you know what I mean <laughs> you need that shit <laughs> real you talk you, you know what I mean so you shout out to shit. her let me give her some claps man um, shout out to y'all queen I'm out here floating by myself yeah man but you can swim good you I like Phelps swim. right now. I don't fuck with the ocean though. It's like sharks eating niggas. It's different. Them. It's different. But but <laughs> let's talk about okay. We got the wear brands principles right, Archie. I did a little research, man. It was fam- founded on family, faith, and confidence, right? But we moving on now. We got Archie versus Archie, right? That's the new. That's what we gonna brand you as. That's what I'm pushing you as. Um, 
the Archie Clay principles. I stole this off your IG. You got faith, mindset, evolution. Mm-hmm. Now, faith are the one thing that sticks. And then we got mindset and evolution and those two things that I didn't listen to you touch on. We ain't said a word about this entire show, but I've heard you say evolution like 10 times and mindset probably like 14 times. You know what I mean? Right. So it's clear and apparent that really means a lot to you. Yeah. So did the did your wear brands principles with family, faith, and confidence, was that something that you embodied generally and now you've kind of evolved to faith, mindset, evolution? Or have they been separate like that the whole time? So no, I feel like the first phase of my journey was 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 faith, uh, family, and, and confidence. Um, I think family is always going to be an underlying thing for me. For right? sure. But I think for me as an individual, it's like as I'm shifting from where brims and you know going on my own, it's my mindset has to continue to evolve, and I'm also understanding and have understood that my faith has to stay. Like I had to stay prayed up. I, 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 I had to have conversations with God. I had to figure out what he, what my journey, what his, what his journey is for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And evolution part, man, it's just really like, I've really been on some shit where it's just like, we talk about like LeBron James and Kobe, and we idolize these individuals, right? Uh, we love their stories. We watch their documentaries, and the one thing these individuals all have in have in mind is that they always evolve. Right, but for me, about that for, sure. for me, I want to evolve past the money. Right, so for me, it's like I want to be the best future husband, the best dad. You know, what I'm saying the best uh, businessman. You know, the best business partner or the best um, teammate or whatever. Like I want to evolve past. I feel like America has put us in a box, right? Literally, and they put us in this box, right? And some people jump out of this box. Every those like the one percent, or the, maybe I say under five percent, but everybody has that same thought process when it comes to different things, mm-hmm. right? Even in corporate, right? We we get in corporate, we get to six figures, make two hundred, three hundred, whatever that may be, right? But our thought process don't ever change, right? Like the world was, America was built to lie to us, right? So it's just like if we if we we know that, but we still. Accept it. So for me, it's like some shit is just bullshit. Mm-hmm. And you got to call it out as bullshit. And some people are afraid to do that. So for me, it's like, I ain't saying I'm like I'm political and shit like that, but it's more about like business and family and thinking differently, challenging my fiance. Like, no, nigga, like, we're not going to do the same shit these other niggas do. That's me. Because for me, it's like my sanity is as important as your sanity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think like sometimes even as men, we got to do certain things. I'm not like, with no, that nigga, shit. I'm not doing that shit. Because if you don't want to do that, I ain't going to do that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when I talk about evolution, it's like for everything. Like I want to be consistent working out. I want to get better fucking niggas up in Muay Thai. I see my boy out there you kicking his shit. So it's like, <laughs> like I want to. I'm get... like, I'm like, if Archie ever try to fucking kick me, I'm breaking a <laughs> bottle of Patron over this nigga head. You hear me? I'm watching this nigga on IG like, yeah, he think he he think he gonna he gonna kick me, all right. Because shit, I wouldn't even kick you. I'll just throw hands with you. No, fuck that. He go. I'll just throw hands with he you. He gonna kick anytime a nigga got that in his toolbox. It's just natural. He's he's gonna, he gonna pop you right. I've been I've been doing martial arts about three years old. Mm-hmm. I've never kicked a nigga. Really? No, not in a real fight. That is some white boy shit. I never, I never kicked a nigga. Because Archie, Archie do always he either boxing or he. 
I'm not fucking but, with him for real, actually. I, he probably really is. If he rage on you, he'll probably fuck you up. I ain't, no, nah, I'm not trying to get raged on by Archie. Like, Pressure points and shit. Yeah. Sure. yeah. But no, I'm like, I feel like, man, evolution is like, it is one of my principles. Yeah. Like, it's, and that's what the new brand is about. Like, Brain Love is a luxury brand that is for a customer that wants to evolve. That's right. It's for a customer that believes that in order to be the best version of, of themselves, they need to continually evolve from a mental standpoint and a mindset standpoint. But they also need to understand that whatever you believe in, whatever you believe in, I don't care who it is, that you that has to be connected to you in order to be your best version. I ain't talking about money. I ain't talking about getting no bag. I'm talking about just becoming a well-rounded individual that it's evolving every day and it's looking at the world differently. This nigga spitting right You know what I'm saying? So for me, this new brand encompasses a different form of luxury because we're going to give you the five shit and the highest quality shit on rule level, off-white level. It's going to be on that level. Mm-hmm. But we're going to switch it up. We're going to change it up a little bit. Like we want to have a social impact to what we do. And like, for example, we'll be donating. We're trying to decide what, what we want to do, but we'll be donating a certain percentage of our sales Every month to a mental health organization. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So like I, for me, mental health is like I tell you, my dad had a mental breakdown. And if I didn't have a clear, man, if I didn't have a clear understanding of my mental, this probably would have been a phase in my life where I would have had the same shit happen to my dad. Happened to my dad. Right. The, diff, the biggest difference is between me and my dad is that I had my mom, my girl, and my friend me around me like a box. Hold you down. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. And keep me because I came in a moment where I felt like, damn, nigga, I'm a failure. Like, I literally just fucked this shit up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is all, I put all my eggs into this shit. Right. I got a girl, I'm about to get married. Like, it's so much what shit going in my head on, right now. Man. It's just like, damn, okay, 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 okay. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Like, do I can't give up, but I want to. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot. You know what I mean? But you had niggas. I had niggas to say, yo, nigga, get your shit together. Tighten up. Like, tighten the fuck up. Nigga, like, this ain't the last shit you're going to do. Right. Life is just passing you by while you Unfortunately, my dad didn't have that. Mm -hmm. Like, he didn't do anything past just, you know, know, being where he is now. But his mind has never been right. And I think that I want to give niggas a, a, a cooler narrative around mental health, bro. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, it shouldn't be something that we don't talk about. Like, we all go through shit. Like, we all have dark moments. You know what I'm saying? And and it's okay. Like, it's really okay. We can't be human without having dark moments. And if you if people get more accustomed to hearing people's moments, I think people will be more successful. Yeah. Because we think everything is so perfect. Right, and it's not. Cause it's like, not. I'm sitting here, and we not near, you know, where you made it. We're one business. You finna move into another one. And I'm sitting there like, well, damn, you know, it make you feel a lot more at ease on your tr- on your journey when you like, okay, somebody I know, I feel like touch, I got so much in common with, we came, you know what I mean? Like right. we, I know you, you know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, this can be done, you know, versus like we so programmed and me and Twan, I literally was like, it's crazy that like, um, and I was telling them like, I kind of go through and like do my research, you know, I had you do the questionnaire, yeah. but I did my research and put the shit together, then yeah, looked at what you said and I'm like, damn, Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like I called a whiff too. I'm like, yeah. I called it. I said, I said, the smell of dinner came through. The, the dinner time. <laughs> yeah, but we were talking about evolution. And I always tell my mom this because we, I'm, 
I'm in this household. I challenge like tradition. I just think tradition is like a box, and it's just you get right. caught up into doing shit. And if I don't, I'm you got to tell me why we doing it. And if you can't explain why, I'm gonna do some other. I'm a, I'm gonna figure out like what's best for me because right. I'm not going with it just to go with it. Right. You know, you can you tell me to pay my taxes like why? Because you gonna go to jail? Cool. Right. Bet. <laughs> but if you ain't got a good reason, I'm gonna do my own thing. You feel me? And so like I talk to my parents. I challenge them a lot. And because I feel like they haven't been forced to like. Because I say Atlanta is like a place where if you want to go be successful, like, you're going to have to. You can't fake the funk. Right. You can't be fake open to homosexuality because you're going to have that gay person that's really good at what they do. And if you scoff at them at the beginning, you're going to blow opportunity. Or, like, just something simple as, like, a bonnet, you know what I mean, or a do-rag, you know what I mean? And the way that you perceive people, you know, can really influence how successful you are. And my parents wouldn't even deal with somebody who wore a do-rag, Archie. Right. Imagine that. And there's people that you know, I'm sure. Yeah, Le- LeBron Durant's, being one of them. I on meetings, bro. Yeah. You feel me? LeBron's a billionaire <laughs> and walks around with. I think, man, listen. <laughs> at the end of the day, bro, I'm going to be me. Like, I'm going to be me. Uh, nigga, of course, you're going to get polished up. You're going. But I'm going to curse. Like, I'm going I'm to be me, bro. Like, yeah. I'm not about to. Like, these white people don't do that shit, bro. Them niggas wear flip-flops and shit, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, of course, there's different lanes where you have to move a certain way, you know what I'm saying? You have to be perceived as a certain way, of course. We know that, but when it comes to just being yourself, like, nigga, don't fold up, man. Right. We just talked about that the last show. We not into, like, conforming, because like you say, they don't. You're going to come to whatever they got going on, how they determine it's going to be, and you're going to meet them at their way. So it's like, I respect that. Um, Let's talk about your journey, though, and kind of, yo, yo, we here and talking and we digging in the Archie right now. Um, you said, like you said, your father obviously walked out on you at an early age, had a mental breakdown. Didn't know this. You were homeschooled. Yeah. Through eighth grade. You know what I mean? Um, so obviously would that be your mother get, uh, supplying the schooling, right? Yes. So that goes without saying father walk out on you homeschooled. Your mother played a pivotal role in pretty much every, I'm sure yeah. you, you said it when you said your mom. You know your, your your fiance, you know, and your your close circle of people right. kept you grounded. So mom's been there from day one. Talk yeah. to us about the relationship with your mom, and also just so we can keep the flow going. You big bro, right? You yeah. you you top dog. So being big bro, and then watching you know your younger siblings kind of follow behind you. Like right. talk to me about just kind of that upbringing and, and seeing it from that perspective. Man, mom is a special person. Man, mom is. She just powerful, dog. Like people don't understand. Like me and my mom relationship is so tight because we come from just me and her. Like when my dad walked out on me, indicator right behind Redan, mm-hmm. uh, left the crib. You know, it was just she couldn't. She she had to get her shit together. Like it was nothing. She really she she didn't have a moment to be emotional. She didn't have a moment to. I don't even think she cried, bro. It was really like a. I remember that shit, bro. It was really like her like a what the fuck moment. And she just had to get her shit together because we ain't had no place to stay. Mm. Like, they literally kicked us out the house, the apartments. Because, like, we didn't pay the bills. So, it's like, we ended up going, my, we were in a nation of Islam. Mm-hmm. So, we went up, we went over to my mom's sister's houses and we lived over there for a little bit. And went back and forth and shit. And my dad was in my life off and on, but my mom was someone that never talked shit about my dad. That's fine. Always just... Cause my grandmother, before she passed away, she was like my connection to my dad. Mm-hmm. Like I struggled with my connection with my dad because I just felt like 
my mom would always talk about how dope he was. Like, he was a model and all this shit. But what I saw, I only saw a little glimpse of that dad energy my mom was talking about, like, when I was younger. Like, mm-hmm. Younger. And he had that energy off and on maybe till I was, like, 10 or 12. You know what I'm saying? But I never got it consistently, so I could never understood understood that shit. So I always struggle with that shit. And honestly, most recently, when I, it was always difficult to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, my family always say, like, I'm just like my dad. Like, just like that nigga. X, Y, Z, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Right. So they, he clearly was a nigga that was popping in an point in his life. You know what I'm saying? With the TSU. Like, you know what I mean? So my mom loved him. Like, literally loved that man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She still loves that nigga. And she's almost 55 years old. Like, she talks about it like she's still in love. You know what I'm saying? And I th- I'm looking at that shit. That's, like, true love. Like, mm-hmm. like true unconditional love. And, like, my mom will always, like, when I used to spaz out, like, during, like, you know, when I was younger and shit, she'll always say, like, you can't do that. Like, you need to be able to control your emotions. I want you to be emotional, but I need you to be able to c- control your emotional. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you need to always talk that shit out. Like, I don't give a fuck who you talking to about that shit. You know what I'm saying? That kind of always maybe bit me in the ass in the future with, like, no girlfriends and shit like that. Because I will always, I'm always talking to my mom about issues. Yeah. I have to get it. I have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I don't talk about it, it, it consumes me and shit like that. So I got that from my mom, and that played a pivotal role in, like, honestly, my development because I always wanted to talk about my feelings. I would always cry. When I fall, I would cry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, it just be, I was very, very, like, free with my shit. And, like, my girl, <laughs> my girl is, you know, she's not saying she struggled, but, like, when she she would be like, you know, your mom and your relationship, is, is, I've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Like, my, me and my mom, we, like, we tight. We super tight because my mom has been through so much, but for her to be so powerful and be able to raise three amazing kids, bro, and all of them, my two siblings are fire. You know what I'm saying? Like both going to see university, right? My little sister graduating has amazing. I have amazing niece now. My sister's doing very well with have just having a baby. Mm-hmm. So like the power and the strength in our family, man, is, is fucking solid, dog. Right? You know what I mean? So for me, it's like I, as an older brother, even though my brother, my brother's transferred to Georgia State, um, and he kind of struggled, you know, with going to ski because me doing COVID, he came out doing COVID, so it's uh, different. different yeah. Um, but for him, man, it's like I want him to be the best, man. I want him to be the best in who he is and understand because he struggled. Like he thought we had, you know, having two people go to Tuskegee and my mom loving Tuskegee, he, I think he had a little pressure of trying to live up to what y'all what did. We did. Right. You know what I'm saying? I always told him, like, you didn't, there was no pressure for you to do alpha. There's no pressure for you to do anything when I did. Listen, I told him, like, bro, I literally just had fun. Mm-hmm. Like I literally, <laughs> I literally just had fun, bro. Like I literally, like I it's did all this shit to have fun and get shit for free. Like you know what I'm saying? And so it's like I just I don't know. Maybe it's just that was nasty with my I was supposed to do it in school. You know what I mean? Right. It was what it was. Just, I didn't, yeah, everything I didn't works out for us. To see work anything out. like that? I just bro had a great fucking time. Bro just turned up. You know man. what I'm saying? Shit. So it's like. <laughs> But I think bro was turned from day one bro, to day, day fucking to one, the, bro. the day whatever the fourth year was. It was two. We got the, I got to fight yeah. like, like four times during the last. Yeah, bro, crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, my siblings are beautiful, man. Like, so it's it's for me. It's just like I can't lose. I ha- I have to continue to set these standards for my family, dog. Like. I don't, I want to create a new dynamic dynamic for for our, our family, man. I, I don't want to settle for shit. Like, I bro, I want it all. Yeah, I said fifty, bro. It's up. It's you know what I'm saying? Down. So it's like, 
whatever way, and, not, and honestly, it's not even about me. It's like whatever way I can help my fiance for what the skills I have, or my sister, or my brother, or my sister's boyfriend, my mom. My mom is getting a master's, so it's like mm. whatever way Shout I can. Out to my dudes. Yeah, like whatever way I can just inspire you. Like, I, like listen, my mom was like, "You just hard." I'm like, "No, nah, I'm not hard. I just know what you capable of doing." Like you raise us, like my nigga, like tighten up, you know like you saying? know like, you got I, this. I'm just not like I. She's like you taught me, like you taught me, like I'm your friend, like you is my friend. <laughs> yeah, listen, like yeah, you my mama, but you my dog, you my nigga. Mm-hmm. You want to so see I'm gonna her hold do well? Accountable as I'm gonna hold my niggas and my girl accountable. That's fact. You know what I'm saying? So like, get your shit together and figure out how to work that computer. Yeah. <laughs> tighten up, come you know on now. Saying? I love that, man. So, um. Obviously, you said Tuskegee. You went to Tuskegee. Your sister graduated from Tuskegee. Your brother went. Um, you say your mother loves it. Speak to the influence of Tuskegee, man, and, and the relationships you were able to create and forge in that place, man. Man, Tuskegee's a special. Y'all know what the fuck. Come on, man. We Tuskegee's already fucking special. know. Dog, man, class of 2012, 2013, that whole uh, 11, 10. Aye, let's go. That, that, that hub, man, is just like, regardless of like, y'all know how toxic Tuskegee was back in the day. <laughs> it was nuts, bro. You know what I'm saying? He's I think, bro, yes. <laughs> but I think even graduating, dog, it's like, I didn't want to leave. Me either, bro. I didn't want to leave, man. It was just a beautiful, I feel like our class is so tight. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of what everybody's doing, it's just like even when we go back to homecoming or we we go to these parties or events and shit, it's just like just like love, man. It's real love. It's it's real love, man. I love seeing niggas. I love seeing the crazy shit that pops up out of nowhere. (laughs) The gossip. Yeah. Still at we at thirty what we thirty three. It's still (laughs) it's still I love it. I love it. You know what I'm saying? But But it's like it's it's, real family shit. It's real family shit. This nigga go again. You heard about Cam and him, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, even my shit draw, I'm like, oh these people about to start talking. You know, but but man, to I can't even describe like the passion and love for Tuskegee, man. I feel like it's just different. I don't even know how to explain it. Like you can't even you can't even describe that it. place. Made me who I am. I ain't no, that's all. Like I came in with long T. Yeah, yeah, backpack boy, backpack, backpack. boy, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hat on top of it, yeah. yeah I mean. bro, you know what I'm saying? And then, and being where I am now is just like to ski played a major role. That's why I still go back, man. Like our hosts, I'll do. They don't pay me shit, bro. Like I just go out there, bro. Like sure, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, not only do I believe that they just they're worth Tuskegee is worth so much more. It is of what of what they're doing, man. And I just feel passionate about that. They have so much more to work and do. And I want to be a part of challenging them, honestly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that we have so much work to do as, as a whole, too, when it comes to hearing yeah, experience for yeah. us. Like, when it comes to homecoming and coming back in and really highlighting these individuals. And I think that will align to be people giving back more. It's, it's so much things that can happen. But at the end of the day, it's just like Tuskegee's home at the end of the day, man. For sure. It's, it's just. It's home, man. Love everybody that came through Tuskegee, man. It's really like a like I tell she she gets so mad about it because like for me everything that I've done like first thing I do is try to find somebody I know that went to Tuskegee to take care of that for me you feel me and it's just like everybody been so like even buying this house like hit Keith up like yo yeah I need a realtor out here 
Bomb. Made it, yeah. You know what I mean? Made it happen. Got me right. And it's just like, bro, Skeegee without, like, I don't got any contacts outside of, like, right. Tuskegee. Like, I'm a military child. So, like, Skeegee was, like, the first, like, ounce of stability for Not me. Where it's like, yeah. So, it's like. You got the outfits in. <laughs> yeah, running around campus smoking black and miles and shit. You feel me? You know what I mean? Long way from there, bro. But it's like when I got to Skeegee, it was my first, like, stability. Like, I've been moving around every three years, right. shit like that. So, like, my day ones, I met them. I was 18 years old. You know, a lot of right. people got kids. You came in. You, Chance, Mike, fucking James. Y'all was already linked the day y'all came in. I don't know if y'all kind of met each other on some Atlanta shit or y'all knew each other. We met each other the first, uh, bro. We met each other. Like first day? So it's the same type of shit then. It's like, I, I seen this fool. He he was wearing dirty Air Forces in 2008, bro. First of he all. He was walking, yes. I only wear the Forces when it rained. I was a California like, Twan, nigga. Like, Twan was it was sick, Vans bro. and Chucks. Like, he was on some yeah, other shit. None of the other I gotta shit. tell this story because... <laughs> Twan was, was a wild boy. Twan was, oh my God, this is some funny ass <laughs> yeah. shit, bro. Oh, y'all was in that early shit too, yes, wasn't it? Yeah. Twan was outside with fucking <laughs> Justin. And Justin had my shoes on. I, keep going. Remember, Justin, y'all, y'all was outside in front of the uh, young hall. Okay. Justin was sitting, I pulled up with the knife. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, take my shoes off. He about, Early, this is trying to kill the summer, the summer before school. I say that's how toxic Tuskegee was. Bro. Hey, this is wild. Like bro. niggas was doing. Like crazy. to tell some lies though, man. So Ooh. I guess so. Fairly used to tell some lies, bro. I had the kid to pull up on bro with the blade. I had a first pair of whiteies, bro. And then nigga Ferlo had them on outside, bro. Shout out to Ferlo though. Love you, my nigga. That's my Good. dog too, bro. Good. Though. See how you can we can talk about yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like that's my right dog back, though, and it's you like if you mad about it, oh well. This how we this this geeky, bro. I mean, we yeah, gonna talk bro, our we shit don't up. Talk about shit, nigga. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that nigga pulled. It. So Archie was with this shit off off rip, like right. yo, cuz come up off my shit. Shout out to Skeegy, <laughs> man. It's just bro. we oh. gonna forever have stories, man. Oh um, my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> god. Damn. Uh, What's the last thing? Okay, so we actually hit Let's all this homecoming. shit. Let's talk about homecoming. We taking off the rails. I about to say off the rails. That's what we going. This, Go ahead, the man. last. This is the last part of the show, Archie. We on the on the downward spiral, but we get off the rails now. It's kind of you know, get, embody wild card because we, we we. I want to bring media to people where you know they feel comfortable talking about things like you say evolve. Like we should be able to talk about shit. We should be able to, one, be respectful of somebody's plight, talk about it, you know, oh, talk sure. about it, move yeah. forward. And that's how I feel like the world should be. So I'm trying to create a media brand where we, the shit we do is going to be where we not creating media for people getting upset. We just talk about shit. No, we just talk So about we getting shit. off the rails, but we just going to talk about some shit. Let's talk about the shit. Um, Twan already cranked it up, man. <laughs> I'm letting Twan, go ahead, Twan. So the people have been asking. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck happened with the homecoming party? It's like the week before, the venue switched up. It wasn't a lot of information. It's just we at this address now. Yeah. And then upon arrival, it was a lot of confusions with the section stuff. It was confusions with the drinks, the locations. People was upset. So like this nigga beat round of what? <laughs> what happened? What happened, man? And how we gonna you know protect this brand moving forward? Because you know That's people. It. Want to fuck with you? It's like the worst thing that happens with these homecoming parties is that it's two, three parties every. That's day. ass already. So we wanted to be y'all niggas running the party, 
but we don't want the paper to people to lose faith in y'all. Let me sit up. Let's look at my lose faith in no, y'all. No, no, real talk. Like, no, so definitely, definitely, man. People don't understand, like, when it comes to putting the party together, it's, it was a lot of shit, right? So, like, full transparency, we, we, the party was supposed to have been to the dome. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, like, the, I was visiting the dome, like, a month prior to homecoming. Mm-hmm. And I remember someone calling me and saying, like, yo, it might be an opportunity, might not get the dome. But it wasn't for sure. So, we didn't want to make a decision and move the party, but didn't say we didn't have the party there, didn't have a place to put it. Right. So, Honestly, it was it was our fault because we didn't do a, a good job of organization. Because basically, all the section that we had in the dome, we had people had already bought them. Mm-hmm. So we had, but like literally, we moved. Got all the sections that was in the middle of the thing. Mm-hmm. We moved all those in an hour before the party. <sighs> I can tell. So it's like a jigsaw getting in. So like <laughs> we were trying because for me it was just like okay, we can't. Refunding people will make shit. It, we can refund niggas, but then it's gonna be an issue regardless. Yeah. Or we just try to make it get, happen. make it happen and get everybody a section. But with doing that, it was a ricochet effect. It was a domino effect. Like right. it literally just domino effect. You right. know what I'm saying? So like, no, definitely we definitely apologize. I take full ownership and and, and apologize to everyone that may have had an issue. We're actually working through shit right now to figure out how we can fix that. Um, from last year, uh, work with a couple partners. So this year, like we're not treating homecoming as a party, we're treating it as an event. Okay. Um, so we want to be very, very intentional on how we create the sections. What we say is what we say. There's no turn back. Even though, we, even though if an issue arises with, the, with the, the venue or whatever it may be, because what happened was what, what you talk about the bottles and shit. We had an issue with the, with the situation with the club and how what the communicator was happening in the beginning. So that shit got fucked up with the new with the waitresses because they didn't know what what, what what the situation was. Right. So it, just, it was just a domino effect around the whole shit. Right. So like for me, it was just like we just had to own it. Like we really just had to just eat it. You know what I'm saying? Because there's really was nothing we can do about it at that moment because it was a, it was it was us and the venue. Right. You know what I'm saying? But there's no excuse. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we want to make sure that we're giving the best experience to Tuskegee, our home, as much as possible. You know what I'm saying? So this year, I'm basically controlling everything, really making sure that we have a full organization around just everything. Like I said, we want to create we want to create everything as an event. We want to make it an event. We want to make sure that there's experience. Um, and that's why we wanted that's why we added the whole uh, the photo booth. We wanted that's why we wanted to, we that's why the whole purpose of the dome was to give y'all experience. Like we wanted yeah. the target in a fucking dome and shit. Could have been more space. Yeah, and I think when we added all these sections and that and we had to put those hundred some sections in this smaller spot, yeah. it was just a fuck. You know what I'm saying? And there's no excuse, man. We definitely apologize. I should truly apologize to everybody that may have feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? That's not we need to get rid of the sections a little bit too never, and bring it down. So. We like saying throw money away, yeah, nigga. You yeah. can't do that. Can't, yeah, that's, can't, a, it's, that's a lucrative process. That you You're know, selling floor space. You can't it's do just that. like that's a fact. That's a fact. That's perfect real estate. These it's hard, like so. That's what. So I say this. That's why we want to create an event, right? Where there's still sections, but there's still space. Got what it. We're gonna do this year. It's gonna be something a little different. We're gonna create like a little experience where there's different areas of the party, mm-hmm. right? So. This is just me just throwing ideas to y'all. Like, there may be an outside component to it. 
some niggas want to get air, smoke, whatever it may be. They can go out there. And they may just want to be just catch up with niggas. You know Last time we did that, me and Cam got kicked out the party. Okay, damn. Yeah. Uh, what was that at? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Prebay. Oh, Prebay. Yeah. Y'all got kicked out the park because y'all went outside? We was outside. But it wasn't set up for niggas to be outside. So it was just like, you know, the outside part. It's like we just out there. We we loud. we had been beefed out for like three years prior, so we just now finally we talking to each other, hashing it out. We like hella fuck you, nigga, but like friendly fuck yeah. yous, and like slapping each other and shit. <laughs> they like y'all niggas got to go, and so well, we it just, won't be that way. Yeah. Uh, early in the party, too. Like nigga, I just got here. Like, well, I just got here. What, <laughs> we, we good. We looking right. forward to the, the, the new We want to create. That's why when we named it the under the shed, you know, part of the first time we did it. Because it's really us and Ricky. Those are the only two parties. Right. And, you know, Ricky, my nigga, you know, but it's no niggas. Yeah. Right, right. It kind of so balances now. It balances now. We, old niggas, but what we want to do is we want to kind of give an experience to niggas. Because niggas may want to just come in, uh, parlay a little bit. So if y'all not remember, there was a, if you came in, there was a little a lounge restaurant area to the right. We came into the club. Mm. Bank. So that's a nice little area. So we're thinking about doing something there for niggas that want to get a bottle, nice little bottle. Get some food and shit, kick it in there. Mm-hmm. Still be music and they still get lit. You can go oh, so back you don't and forth. Use the same venue. We will potentially use the same venue okay. um, because bank is it bank. Cool. The yeah. bank gives you experience. It'll give it a little bit different experience. You know what I'm saying? And we're gonna make it work. We're gonna make sure. Yeah, I think knowing the lay of the land. Yeah, we're gonna make sure niggas is in there taking laps. Take care of niggas. It was late. Yeah, still had a good time. Yeah. It, it, I don't like want it was to, that. It I was w- like different sections of the yeah. party, even though it was tight. It was like, oh shit, we over here in the middle section fucking with Kirk. Kirk over here sleep in the party. Just got here. Just Kirk, bro. We over here talking shit with uh, the basketball niggas. We yeah. just beating the championship. It was like Duh, each section of the area. Yeah, we smack did. them niggas. Shout out to the Soul Land, my nigga. We did Shout that Shout out shit. to the Soul I got my t-shirt to this day, my Come on, man. turn up on these niggas. Oh, niggas crazy. Real quick, uh, let's play a game. Oh shit. Last thing we do here. Oh, uh, it's called Pick Your Poison. Three topics. Mm-hmm. You're going to talk about one. Okay. Pick one. Yo, pick. I'm going to give you the topics. Okay. BBLs. Ooh. Derek Jackson. Ooh. <laughs> Zion Williamson. Derek Jackson. Pick your point. Derek Jackson. <laughs> Derek Jackson. <laughs> ah, yes, Derek let's go. Derek. 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 So we got, Derek. we got a multi-layered thing here. Since you, Skiggy, we're going to talk about. Who was Derek Jackson <laughs> when you was here? That's that boy. I mean, when you was at Tuskegee, okay. like the, your Derek Jackson experience. Number two, <laughs> there was no Derek. The Jackson fallout um, with his wife, okay. like and what she got going on now. If, have you seen? I'm sure you've seen. Okay, okay. My girl sent it to me. And then number three, it looks so bad. I feel like we need to start a petition to cancel Country Wayne. Oh, hold on! You can't do that. I'm a, I'm a everyday watch. So talk to me. Here we go. <laughs> what is your Derek Jackson experience? Tuskegee, Tuskegee experience. So I'll be honest with you. That I don't really have a Derek Jackson experience. I just used to see that big nigga just walk on <laughs> campus, and he used to talk to Dunny. Okay, so that's my only. That's all you seen, bro. Derek Jackson experience. I do have a future experience that I didn't fuck with. Okay, talk to me. So I remember this nigga. So we had we maybe year three, two. We had this little Martell uh, anniversary party at. Um, how you know? I think I was there. Uh, keep know? going. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. We had this anniversary at the Mar- Martell penthouse. No, um, no, no, at Martell Penthouse, right? And 
I don't know why I invited him, but I invited him because he was up and coming. He was moving right, shit, right. Yeah. you know, connecting and shit. Uh, Tuskegee, you know what I mean? Like, pull up. Bro, this nigga had the audacity <laughs> to ask me to pay for this nigga parking. Bro, and I was just like, Who no, are you? nigga. Like, what? I'm not paying for your parking? Like, what is that? Like, pay them $60 and bring you your ass up here. It's free drinks and food up here, bro. You coming to Martel Penthouse, you're not even popping that hard yet, bro. You're making a little way, which I'm, 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 I'm acknowledging that you're making way, my nigga. If niggas Are making you ways, you making ways, bro. Right. I'm not going to doubt your ways. You know what I'm saying? But that was my... That, that, I ain't like that shit, bro. <laughs> I, I thought that shit was corny and shit. I've kind of never... I never really paid attention to Jared Jackson. You know he wanted to be an alpha. He, he, we ain't let him be down <laughs> on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. He was trying to be an alpha. He okay. was trying to be fire. He's all good. Yeah, we love you. We don't love you. Um, <laughs> they don't love you. But... Bro. I just feel like go to the. I just feel like he's some carnival. He a corny bro. Like I just feel like you know a nigga that gets success that act like he don't get women. I just don't understand like yeah. the ideology behind. Because you gotta understand like this. Is how I look at shit. When you get more power and you get more money, niggas are ready to shoot you. Especially if you're in the limelight with social media. So it's like you have to be very cautious. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if he is talking about like bad mounting niggas and shit. I don't care. It's just really like he has the platform now. Right. So now niggas see you consistently, right? So like the sooner you do some dumb shit, they gonna flame you. Yeah. And I just feel like you gotta be Gary Jackson was always kind of corny to me. So I think it was just a matter of time for him to get flamed. Yeah. And I mean, because you gotta really be about the the message you sending these days. Yes, too. and his some. Wife, you know, it's his ex wife now. I'm not sure what they got going on. We're not gonna talk negative, yeah. I was about to say, I think this may be a big Ponzi scheme franchise because she out here selling. I'm just like, yo, for me, for me, it's just like it's. I I just don't want to be a nigga that is using my platform to force myself to stay relevant. I feel that. And I just feel like she is using a situation that I'm pretty sure she's scarred by. Right. Regardless of how she want to paint the picture. She's like, right? I'm going to get something out she of it. She wasn't someone that was out like that, and even in school. Nah, she was super Niggas didn't know her in school like right. that. I had just, class with both of them. I had, yeah, he, she just always was sitting next to him. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you've never been that type of person. So I just feel like. Now she's using it to her advantage. Now, hey, I mean, she has a right to. Right. She getting paid off that shit. Hey. Get your money. Get your money. You know what I'm saying? I'm not subscribing, but, but it's just get like, your money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like it's to really have a dope name versus to have a name connected to some drama. I feel that. Um, drama sales. Because with me. It's a nasty game, though. You yeah. Gotta, you got to keep it up. Yeah. You got to keep it up. Yeah. And then Country Wayne, though, I'm not. I'm just. Because me. I knew him a little better because I was an account major. I guess he might have had an, he was an account major oh, too. Country Wayne, huh? Yeah. Some you know, comedian. Country Wayne is comedian. Oh, he Country not. Wayne, Country yeah. Wayne. Yeah. He went to Tuskegee. No, no he doing videos with Derek Jackson. Derek Jackson is like he's low key like explaining his story through little Country Wayne clips now, and it's it's nasty. I don't, it's, like, it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Really? Yeah, just check it out. I seen he, one he's a character, and they're really like long Country and drawn Wayne is out. A character for him. No, no, no. So it's Country Wayne's network. He's got like it's like a little soap opera. Okay. He dropped like little four to five minute videos just all day, maybe like all eight right. episodes, and it's just running storylines. 
And so now Derek Jackson character has entered the world. And but he's still Derek Jackson. Yeah, he's himself. He's himself. Uh, and so like people is looking at him like, you hear about this nigga? So they're kind of like explaining the shit he's going through in the public light. It's like you're still selling this shit. Yeah. It's nasty. It's selling. He just, my nigga, <laughs> my nigga is he got the greatest pivot foot of all time. This nigga been standing in one spot pivoting on niggas and just cashing in. Pivot, pivot. Even even with her. Yeah. It's just like she shitting on us over Christmas break on Instagram. You seen that shit? Yeah. Like that's screenshots what, of that shit. She shit old. Just uh, niggas talking shit about them. Because you know Skiki is like, we going to come and like defend. Like, I feel like she was talking to us. Yeah. Because we, you know how we kind of. I didn't know her like that. I didn't either. She really just let yeah, off some real, real quiet, bad. She was real quiet. She was yeah, she real quiet. Nah, so cool. For me, when I saw that video, I was just like, this is so out of character. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. like, it's so out of character. So it's just like. This can't be healing. That's what I'm saying to myself. It can't be healing. It's, yeah. like, it's unfortunate that you align this nigga to still control you. Because she's selling the same shit. He's selling this mm-hmm. shit. And she's really just building this nigga. No, she's part of it. It's his yeah. wife or ex-wife. Like, they but have children did, together. So yeah. it's still like, I have to. Provide in some way, and it's just they doubling down in the brand. This is what he does. This is how he sells and makes money. She like fucking me we're too. We gonna turn our divorce into this too, so you can eat. Because people still fuck with him. It's nasty business. You still fuck with him. It's nasty business all around. <coughs> it's one. Of, that's why I say I love everybody at Tuskegee, but that guy there, he's one of the few stains we got on our resume. Um, he bad for business. And the thing about he don't even talk about Tuskegee like that, so it's great. Yeah, that's the uh, yeah he. he I think he knew he where he stood he he when he stood. left. He knows where he stands. At and I ain't like the shit he pulled because I sat in so many classes with him. He's a cheat. I mean, sorry, man. He just cut <laughs> <it> out. <laughs> he's a cheat. Oh, y'all used to cheat, but so we all used to cheat. Yeah, everybody. Cheat. I was. He wasn't trying, my nigga. Yeah, every every fashion. Cheat over That was it. But bro, was like he really got on some shit. Like you say, like for me, it was like, bro, I know you like legit, like. You say, you know, you just seen him around. Like, bro, I got like seven classes with you, so I, I know you quite well. We've done projects together. I got a good familiarity with you. Bro was like, I'm just speaking my piece on like what I know about bro personally. He came, you know TC, right? He came and told me and TC that we was nobody's ass geek. He was like, like no, this is a long time ago, like when he first got his following. Like, because yeah. he, he never really, like you said, talked about skiki, so it was like he was just Derek Jackson. His, Mysterious figure where he come from, but Skiki niggas like that's wild man, weak ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I was just kind of like having a moment like that. Man, that nigga came and was like talking crazy and told me what he was gonna do to me and shit. And then what just it? it's a long time ago, like 2016 vibes. I've been on this nigga ass for a long time. Ago. <laughs> and so and so it was like three months later, Twan. I feel like a real gangster. I mean, uh, uh, what's his? Cheesecake Factory. Okay. With all my homies and shit. And he walk in with all his homies. And it's like a big standoff. <laughs> it's a big standoff. But he's like a factory? yeah, but he's just a big bitch. It's like my big like <laughs> like he's just so big, but such like a I would have squashed my little you know what I mean? I would have just took my two hands and just smashed me real quick, got me out the way. But bro just really not like built like that. And he just every aspect is like he wanna be like the Whoremonger, like, you know, I mean, not whoremonger, like the relationship counselor, but he ain't shit. Then he want to be like the, now he the new tough guy. He ain't, sh- I don't like God. It's just, I'm not a fan of his work. I'm not a fan of his existence. <laughs> He's a stain, but I'm like Archie said, I'm glad he don't claim us. 
And as far as this lady, because I just got to get my rocks off here. I'm not fucking with her either. Because when we extended our olive branch, like, oh, hey, we can empathize with you. We feel sorry for you. She was, like, rebuking us and, like, casting spells on us and shit on the internet. Casting spells. Yeah. Archie's so lost. She's like, when is she doing this? I ain't got a video, but I for sure got the screen. He's been holding on to the screenshot for, like, for a year. Bro, like, what is going on? It's just messy, bro. It's just messy. But, you know, we... They you like our... Man, you know we got that. You got the shit waiting. Yeah. But yeah, man. That's crazy. That's off the rail, man. We... I like off the rail. Sorry, but not sorry, Derek Jackson. Fuck you, guy. <laughs> but shout out to Archie, man. Appreciate you coming through, man. No, appreciate y'all. Twan. Oh. You don't remember that? When she went like... <laughs> When she I went live and she was cussing everybody out. Oh my god! She was angry. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, relax. We're just telling you. Somebody's a vagabond. I saw that. Oh my god! But man, Archie, appreciate you doing amazing shit, man. Thank you, bro. Keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? Like, stay consistent, man. Like, whatever way I can help. I'm I'm feeling the same way. I'm never man. Brain love, shout out to that. It embody everything I stand for. So just from like a skeegee already, you had my support from the jump. But I truly believe in. I mean, I I I love clothes. Everybody got to put some clothes on. For me, man, just want to give this dope pieces to individual man. We shop all these other brands, you know what I mean, which is cool. But you know, man, uh, we want to have an impact. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's bring this shit back in house. So I'm with that. Sure. Um. So same for you. Everything you do is dope. I like. I want you to know that you inspire n- real niggas. I don't care about anybody else, but you inspire niggas who try and do shit out here. You inspire niggas who, in dark times, you like. Even if it's just like, I know this nigga. Right. We didn't. We didn't sweat together. <laughs> I can do this if this nigga can do it. Is sometimes it soul, it's just that. It's the soul, soul sweating. Yeah. Sometimes it's just that. Like, no, this nigga sweating the soul with me, shirt right. off. There's no. He's not any more capable. And then other times it's like, man, that's my nigga, man. Like. Locked in. We got to get it. You know what I mean? So, beyond this, we going to stay tapped in. We going to stay we're locked right in. Corner, no we pushing. Bro. Yeah, we got to lock neighbors. in. Neighbors. Um, West Side Atlanta niggas. West Side niggas. West Side niggas. You know I what I mean? never thought I'd be saying I'm a West Side nigga. <laughs> Come on. Let's go. <laughs> Crazy, nigga. East Side I'm practically from Atlanta now. Once I get to year <laughs> 10, I didn't I didn't purchase <laughs> property here. Oh, I've been here man. 10 years. Give me. I, I'm not rooting for none of the teams here. I can't do I'll it. take the Braves. <laughs> I'll take the Braves. I'm going to stay with the L.A. teams, but I'm going to be Atlanta, nigga. I'll be 10 years. Yeah, bro, I'm from the A. That's just it. Yeah, hey, niggas, I'm a West Side Atlanta. I know y'all just love the A-Day, man. Yeah, the A-Day. 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 I'm crazy. I'm out, nigga. <laughs> the, the, that was a, hey. What we going? <laughs> y'all pulled up right at the takeover time, like when Atlanta was showing niggas, like, yeah, we got it. It was like... Bruh. The, I'm the, special, bro. The, what's the the rich kids and uh, all them niggas, man? It was Travis a good time. Porter, bro, Travis Porter. Time, that was a special time, man. The I'm a stoner, young thug. That's a special time. Roscoe Dash. Yes, bro. That's bro. a special time. Just shout out to everybody. Shout out Ron to our community, Ron. man. That's a special time, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate you coming through, bro. For real, for real, man. Of course. Y'all my niggas. You know what I mean? That's another episode. Has been's pie episode four, man. My dog, Archie, busy. He gave us some time. He about to get out of here and get straight to it. Appreciate it. We out. Yes, sir.